0: good morning ryan good morning james how you doing i'm doing really well how about yourself hey i can't complain Man. who'd listen anyway <laughs> not many yeah <laughs> i might get a few i'd listen there, you. There.
1: Thank, there. You. thank you thank you so you know looking back at june of 2023 before we get to that yep. little change up You know, we've got some housekeeping things to take care of. You know, people, our clients have heard of the the Schwab TD situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive right in because that's something we definitely need to address. Just from the perspective of right now, our clients Mm -hmm. are going through a transition of their custodian. So for our clients tuning in, what does that really mean? Well, don't get excited. Not a whole lot. Right. But you're starting to get communication where we're shifting from our decade-old custodian was acquired by a new custodian, what does that mean? So let's just zoom out a little bit and talk about, well, what's the role of the custodian mm-hmm. in our relationship with our clients, right? And, you know, you go back to the Investment Advisors Act. This is like a, um, an act that covers the securities industry. Investor Investment Advisors Act in 1940 requires investment advisors like Advanced Capital to have an independent um, institution be a custodian. And essentially what that does is keeps an arm's length between the investment advisor and client assets and makes sure that those client assets are safe. There's no misuse. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we could go back through history and look at a lot of different times where had that just been in place, a a big problem could have been avoided. Checks and balances. Checks and balances. So again, the role of the custodian is keeping the arm's length between our client's money and the investment advisor Mm -hmm. who is advanced capital. We have chosen TD Ameritrade for that, for, you know, based on the merits that we found important for a decade plus. Well, four years ago, they were acquired by Charles Schwab. Right. So what does that mean? Well, TD Ameritrade will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. So now we're looking at Charles Schwab as our custodian. That's it. They don't make investment decisions. They don't decide how much can come out of of an IRA, what taxes to withhold. You know, again, no strategy behind anything. They simply play the role of the custodian. We check a box Mm -hmm. that we have that arm's length intact. So thinking about how does it impact the relationship with, you know, our clients and our investment advisors, you know, advanced capital, and more specifically, your personal financial advisor, it doesn't change a thing. I must apologize, though, for the inconvenience of having to learn a new website, understand a new statement. But at the end of the day, we feel very confident that Charles Schwab is going to bring to the relationship everything that we need, everything that is so important to serving our clients. And so why are we so confident? Well, Charles Schwab is going to be the largest custodian in the space after Mm. this acquisition. There, quite frankly, are four custodians out there that make up 80 plus percent of the custodied assets in our marketplace. Right. Schwab will be the largest. Okay, they serve 15,000 plus advisors like us. Okay, okay, so they know what they're doing. They custody 7.65 trillion assets was the last number that I saw. I mean, think about that, 7.65 <laughs> trillion in assets. Yeah. This is not their first rodeo. Right. You know, their headquarters is just outside of Dallas. So, um, you know, uh, when you think about it, they've got a presence right here in the U.S. And they, when you really get to the, um, the meat of what they're trying to do, they're trying to serve their clients, which is exactly what we want. We want. They they have a very service-heavy approach to that custodial relationship. Now, that kind of lends itself to like a lot of emails and communication, and right. that might be the cause for question and concern. But just recognize that they're just trying to, you know, make that connection, probably just needing you to log into a new website. Right. But what does it do for our relationship? Breathe easy, nothing.
1: And if you have questions, you know we're how to get a hold of us. You're Very still calling us, yeah. you know, and we can help walk you through whatever questions you might have. Yeah,
0: and we have we have reached out about this, but right now, really, they're looking to get this merger done by the end of, uh, well, excuse me, by Labor Day. Labor Day. Yep. yep, so Labor Day, early September. So you're now starting to see that uh, communication, number one, ramp up a bit in the language they're using is, you know, th- your account's moving. It feels well, more formidable. <laughs> yeah, moving from the perspective of the custodian. Yeah. So just, you know, again, reach out to us with questions, but this does not disrupt our relationship. And the fact that I'm getting a lot of calls is just quite the compliment, yeah. because it does speak to the, the good that we do for our clients. Yeah. And I mean, it just it warms your heart. Well, and as
1: we, you know, kind of transition and switch gears to, you know, why most of you probably joined us, we just wanted to make sure that we touched on that you yeah. know, as we moved it's, into it's this. It's important business. Yeah. 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 So looking at the markets in June. Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, let's dive <laughs> Get in. right into you it. You know, and the the, the uh, elements pushing and pulling. While well, we had a good wow. and robust month for the equity markets. We saw the S&P 500, top 500 companies in the U.S., mm-hmm. deliver a 6.6% move to the upside. We'll take it. The other thing that I think is worth mentioning here is the broadening out of the movement that we've seen year to date. You know, um, right out of the gate, this move higher in the markets was really driven by, let's just save them five stocks. right? You know, and they kind of fell into that growth ilk, but then they made up a big enough percentage of the S&P that they gave it a lot of lift. But right now you're starting to see things broaden out a bit. So sure, the NASDAQ jumped to, in the month of June, six and a half percent. But what I really wanted to, to kind of bring to the attention of our viewers is the Dow finally moved. Moved a little. Yeah, we saw a 4.7% increase in those value uh, kind of name. Well, w- the Dow represents a different type of stock, yeah. a slower, sleepier, perhaps. It's a different measurement. There you go. Yeah. It's a value stock. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that actually delivered a positive return is a broadening out of this move. And that's really what you want to see. And we'll get into this a little bit later in mm-hmm. the podcast. But it's worth noting in the month of June. So if we kind of look at June as almost that halfway point. June is a halfway point. And before we get to that, I'd like to touch that bonds as measured by the aggregate bond index Mm -hmm. um, did not see as robust of a month. Uh, Um, We actually saw the aggregate bond index pull back about 0.36%. But here's the thing. Bond volatility is slowing down a bit, which translates to interest rate volatility, which then translates to the lifeblood of the capital markets. So it's good to see that volatility kind of slow down. So even though we didn't get that positive performance in the bond market, you could also be a little bit constructive.
1: Yeah, as you kind of look into what it actually means. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but we are halfway through. My goodness. Yeah. So as we hit that point halfway through the year, you know, we've kind of been doing these monthly, but if we look back at both how the markets have moved and Yep. you know, suede, And then also maybe even take that next step and look at some of the earnings. But first, starting with the numbers.
0: Yeah. So when you're looking at the the numbers associated with just the stock market in general, they would make you think, wow, what a robust movement when you've got the S&P 500 really making up some good ground just six months in. Um, you know, the NASDAQ, very impressive. Yep. Dow, you know, and the value trade, been a little bit, um, you know, more moderating. But really, I think that you can take from what happened in 2022 mm-hmm. to extrapolate. Well, guess what? The NASDAQ had a lot more ground to cover. Right? <laughs> nice. It lost a lot more. S&P, similar deal, where the Dow just wasn't as beaten down in 2022. So we had some very robust performance in the equity markets halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. But remember, they're trying to deal with the volatility that was that was really struck back in 2022. So when you try to like grasp for fundamental reasons why the market is up here it, it's hard to find them. It right. doesn't mean that it's not warranted because they can always be grown into. But you know the the shoes that the market is wearing right mm-hmm. now seem pretty big. Yeah. Um. And so what you're hoping for in this moment is that earnings can kind of fill in. Those fundamentals, revenue growth, can fill in. The consumer can continue to be um, robust and, and out in the market space delivering that value that these stocks need to be able to fill in below them. So, again, it's been a very big move higher, but we have to be a little bit careful. Now, I think we can point to why the move higher would have uh, persisted. And that's kind of this idea that, you know, Wall Street, Main Street, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, we had, we wanted to talk about the economics behind
1: it. Well, that's just what I was going to say. You yeah. know, if we're looking at those indicators, the earnings, the economics right. behind it right. at this halfway point, right? right, what does that look like?
0: Well, the Fed just... You know Has not Gotten what they want Accomplished Done And Mm -hmm. that's where You've got to be A little bit Take inventory And recognize That the Fed Has just The Federal Reserve Jay Powell and Company has just embarked upon the most aggressive tightening cycle in history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, usually those don't end, um, you know, with, uh, with a whimper. Um, no. A lot of times you got to be a little bit careful in that space. But here's the thing so much momentum has been behind those economic numbers. I mean, one of the things that you got is just you're starting to see inflation roll over a bit, but the jobs market re- remains strong. Usually you see a deterioration in the jobs market, then the inflation calms down. Well, that's not what we're getting, you know, not to mention we are getting uh, we are seeing GDP continue to come in positive, right. in fact, even being revised up higher. Yeah. So here's the thing, the economy is not slowing down, even in the face of all that Fed tightening. <laughs> so that that cross-current is kind of where the market is going, well, maybe we ought to make up some of this lost ground just in case.
1: Right. You know, so, and if you look at what the market's done, as you just said, you know, do we have things that say it's exactly should have been where it is? No, but yeah. then you look
0: at what you just talked about. Right. Well, maybe it should be where it started right. to move. Right, right. right. Maybe, maybe just like the market does, it often gets too far ahead of itself and behind itself. Maybe 2022 was just too big yeah. of a move lower and the market's just kind of right-sizing that, mm-hmm. but again, you you know you got to be careful. Um, you and I've talked about the uh, the recession that everyone sees coming and <laughs> it doesn't materialize, right. right? Well, and
1: before we get to that, you know, you've talked about the Fed and you know Powell and these different factors. One thing that did change in June was yeah. what they decided
0: to do. Yeah, interest rate pause. Right. Yep. Yeah. They, uh, now they're calling it a pause. Because they, you know, if you if you really look at what the voting Fed members are saying, they still think that there's more work to do. Mm-hmm. But my earlier statement about the most aggressive Fed, Fed tightening cycle in history, they're kind of going, boy, we sure have done a lot pretty quick. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe we should wait. To use Jay Powell's exact words, monetary policy works with long and variable lags. Okay, so the lag effect. Like, when are we going to see this in the capital market system? Maybe we ought to pump the brakes here and just see what kind of leeches in. But they're calling it a, a pause, not an end. Yeah. So be prepared, you know, there, there might be one or two more hikes in there. I will say this though, if history is any lesson or guide, it's tough to restart what you stop yeah. at that Fed level. Um, so, you know, it, they'll be data dependent and we will see, but uh, but that pause was definitely well received and the markets delivered a nice upside.
1: That was good June. Yeah.
0: So as we kind of look back and we say, okay,
1: even in look back in this podcast, we talked about the recession that's coming, the recession that's here, the most publicized recession that I can remember. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, yeah.
1: is that the one we should be looking for?
0: <laughs> no, it's the one that you know. And and the beauty of this role that we have and the job that we have. Yeah. I mean, I call it a job. I I, I love what I do, so right. I don't work a day in my life. Yeah. But you get the temperature of the the general public in a way Mm -hmm. and so the minute that you have your most nervous clients calling you saying hey get me back in the market usually that's the time where you start thinking okay now nobody's looking for it yeah. because it's always the one that nobody sees coming. And quite frankly, when you look at like the regional banking, and I'm not going to call it a crisis. It was just kind of a regional banking event. Yep. I mean, they've got mark-to-market losses. We've talked about mm-hmm. it on, on the podcast. It's not the end of the world. Nope. They have maturity dates. They'll get through it. But had the Fed not put together the uh, bank term lending facility, you would have had your event right then. Yeah. So how... You know, you've got this recession pressure bearing down, but the Fed is the one who decides how much pressure do they want to push push yeah. back on it. And right now, we've got a um, a Fed who isn't willing to go down that road yet. No, yeah. So that's why it's so important, and we talk about it all the time,
1: all the time. Can't no. all the time. Well, so do you think they're trying to create a bull market? Is this the start of a bull market? Are we in a bull market? Oh, yeah, boy, that's is our
0: bull market almost done?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Quite frankly, you could uh, you could uh, paint a picture for all three. Right. You just got to look at it from the perspective of th- This is not a fundamentally driven market. Yeah. So if I was to look around and go, are there are tremendous deals out there in the market? Not really. No you know relative to earnings and that's what i was saying it's like big shoes to fill mm-hmm. so what you've got to be careful of is maybe this is more of a technically driven momentum driven market and we have you know a lot of systems and a lot of um, talent behind trying to spot that momentum and make sure that we don't get trapped because again the fundamentals they they seem a little stretched right you know when you think about it if i was to walk into a gas station say I want to buy the place. You know this you know I've used this analogy before. They're they're gonna say, well how much are you gonna offer me? If I'm a smart individual, I probably say, well how profitable is this gas station? Right. I don't see any cars. Well right. (laughs) Right. And but then they want the sky. Yeah. Well they're probably so the market is no different. It's just the gas station is the stock you're looking at. Yeah. So that's why we always look at like price to earnings multiples and things. But it doesn't mean the market can't grow into it. Mm But it's just you got to be careful at this moment. But I will say, I touched on this earlier that broadening out of participation—that's mm-hmm. a tremendous sign that this could be durable. And that's why you've got to be—you know—you got to be invested, right?
1: And willing to take the risk to be in a position because you can't time that. No,
0: right? you can't. And and look, at it, it's not for the next month; it's for the next ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, quite frankly, that five. You know, let's say the market pulls back nine percent. Yeah. It's in the ten year scope insignificant. Right. Insignificant. So try not to look at it in th- through that lens. Let us do that. Right. We'll be able to uh you know do our best to, to kind of navigate. Make the that. decisions within exactly. that time frame. Exactly.
1: So we've talked a lot about the market and returns and the Fed, but should we get kind of a status update on bonds? Because that was, you know. The star mm-hmm. to some degree in yeah. 2022. Yeah. And now, you know, this year they've also been moving around. Yeah. But sometimes when the market starts to do what it's done in terms of the stock market where's the bond market sitting?
0: Yeah, well, the, the bond market is so, it, it is directly correlated to the interest mm-hmm. rate world. The problem with the interest rate world right now is it's all at, you know, what is the Fed gonna do? Right. What do they wanna do? And they keep saying higher for longer. Well, bond prices move opposite of interest rates. So higher for longer means that bond prices just kind of remain subdued. Yeah. But they're waiting for that moment where the Fed says, okay, whether something breaks, and you know the Fed's got a pretty good track record of breaking something, and then their way of fixing what they broke is by cutting rates. Yeah. The bonds will become your rock stars. Yeah. But when you continue to hear the narrative, higher for longer, there's more work on the inflation part. Uh, you know, on the inflation part to be done. Well. You've got to expect that you're just clipping coupons right. and bonds kind of remain flat. But I will say they took such a wallop in mm-hmm. 2022. You know, further downside. Well, anything's possible. But it seems like you're just looking for that breath higher. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I we like we like the diversification that they bring. Certainly. Um, Some bonds are going to, you know, do better in this environment than others, and we're making sure that we're leaning and pushing and pulling in Mm -hmm. that respect. But truly, you need rates to come down to to really be constructive there. To maybe feel it differently than what it's been. uh, You know, they'll muddle through for now. Well, we know this has been
1: a longer podcast because we had some housekeeping things to do at the beginning. And I guess, you know, with that, I'd like to look ahead a little bit. You know, what do we got coming in July yeah. other than the holiday?
0: A lot of cross currents. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, everybody's uh, getting out on the water in their boats and stuff like that. Well, think about those cross currents where you've got a bunch of water moving around and in a lot of different ways. Yeah, That's what we've got in the capital markets. You could create tremendous cases for the bull and the bear side of things. But we have to be like water. Mm -hmm. We have to adapt in client portfolios. And this is the time. So the looking ahead, it's way too cloudy. Yeah, It's way too cloudy out there. But you do have some good things going. Mm -hmm. And we have to take advantage of those good things. And we cannot sit scared and, and terrified. There's a time for that. The time to be scared is when everybody else is just feeling wonderful yeah. about the market. So Fearful when they're greedy. It, it, you got it. You right. got it. So, again, looking ahead, I would say let's let's see where this uh, opportunity goes. All right. But we have to be able to pivot, and we have to be willing to protect. Yeah. Well,
1: hey, we'll keep looking ahead together for you. Yeah. Any questions with anything, make sure you let us know. But otherwise, yeah. thanks, Ryan. All right. Thank you, James.